0: Welcome to another episode of Security 101, and this week I have a topic that's very close to my heart, and this is how to protect your kids when they're on the internet. Um, this is a subject that I always talk to people about that have kids, uh, so it seems like some people are just so lax about letting their kids get on the internet these days and uh, getting on Facebook, and I, know, I knew people that let their kids get on Facebook at 10 years old. Well, technically Facebook says you gotta be 13, but they're still letting them get on anyways. Facebook doesn't really enforce that 13, so, it's a but this, that just scares me, and I'm gonna explain why some of that stuff scares me, and some of the things you can do to protect your, your kids. The first thing I'll recommend is go to opendns.org and sign up for a free account. And what OpenDNS is, is your, when you go, try to go to somewhere, you put in the facebook.com, you go to a DNS server, and DNS server translates it to the numbers that it needs to get to Facebook. So, Facebook really has a number address, facebook.com is translated into that number. So you go to a DNS server to do that. What OpenDNS does is it you use OpenDNS versus your, your provider's DNS, and you can say, I don't want my kids to go to these kinds of sites. And OpenDNS categorizes sites. So you can say, I don't want no pornography. I don't want no hate speech. Well, you pick whatever you want you don't want them to see, and if they try to go to OpenDNS, OpenDNS is going to come back and send them a page saying, you can't get here. You're not allowed to get here. So it intercepts the request. So it's just a way of protecting your kids from some of the the big stuff on the internet it is it is not a end-all cure-all for protecting them though it just helps protect them and do some content protection so it just it's just another level of protection but it's the first thing you can do it's totally free and it's very easy to set up and i would do that first it allows you to control and see where things are people are going as well so there's a little bit of tracking there Um, you can turn it off and on as much as you want so if if you feel like you don't want tracked you can turn it completely off The other thing is, so many computers now are coming with location services turned on. You get a new Mac, you turn it on, it says, do you want to enable location services? For a computer that your children are going to use, you do not want to enable location services. That just is is an invitation for a lot more danger coming up because like you paste something with Facebook, it may say where you live. That's not good. That's way, way bad. So, uh, and while we're on the Facebook, if your kids are on Facebook, Monitor Facebook. Make sure you're their friend. Look at what, t- what they're talking about on there. Uh, make sure they give you their password to Facebook so you can go in and see what's going on as well. Um, eventually, you get to the point where you can trust your children, but you don't know what age where that is. Um, that's up totally up to you as well. I'm not the right one to say when you start trusting your children to do things completely on their own. For younger kids, or even to middle age kids, like 10, 11, or whatever, it's best to limit their usage. Set a time limit on how much time they can use the computer or be on the internet a day. Uh, It just helps to get them into other things versus staying online all the time. And you see a lot of these kids like this in the restaurants, like like this, it just helps prevent some of that. Because that can get a little annoying, but that's totally up to you again. Uh, Just limiting usage helps keep them involved in other things versus living on the internet. Uh, for younger kids, keep them in sight when they're using the internet. Stay in the room with them, watch what they're doing in kind of a way. You don't have to be right on top of them, but that way you can kind of see what's going on. So put the computer in a common area where other people can, you can be sitting there reading a book and look an at occasionally and see what their kids are doing. It's just a way of, of monitoring them. Um, and if they're really young, you can sit there actually surf the web with them. Sit down with them, go out and find some of the game sites that's safe, and play some of the games with them and, you know, do it with them. Enjoy the time with them playing the games. Uh, the one thing you can do is also check about browser history, so go back and see where they've been just to make sure that they're, you know, doing okay on the internet. Uh, the other thing is if you have a computer that allows you to separate accounts, Windows and Mac both allow you to do this, create an account for them and only have them only use that account. That way your browser history is separate from theirs, it makes it a little easier to go through. Um, you can also control what software they can run, things like that as well. Uh, make sure that if they create a, an account somewhere, whether it be Gmail or Facebook, whatever, you have all the passwords. I mentioned about Facebook before, but make sure you have passwords um, for their accounts. And the last thing I want to say is you can install a monitoring tool. So there's a couple of them. I'm going to recommend two. Um, actually, there's three. I'm going to put them all in, all in the show notes as well. Uh, one of them is called Safe Eyes, and, Safe Eyes and also, these all do this. So Safe Eyes, Net Nanny, and uh, what the other one's called, but I'll put the link out there for it they um, basically allow you to restrict by time. So they say you want to set it up an account with them, they get two hours a day to use the internet and it will track how much time and when the time's up, it stops. Um, I know for sure what NetNanny also does is it watches chat conversations, looks for pornography, it does all kinds of other protections for the kids as well. It won't let, them, won't let them send out their address, it won't let them send out their phone number. It's, it sees that happen and stops them. So an application like that, and there are some cost involved with those, but depending on the age of your kids, you may get a lot of use out of it uh, for quite a few years. And Net Nanny is the one I've used personally, and it works very, very well. I've heard great things about Safe Eyes as well, and I'll put all this in our show notes. If you go to tech-zen.tv, tech-zen.tv go to Let's Make It, and you'll be able to get all the show notes for our shows. All right, so something else you want to do, and... Uh, is educate them not to exchange personal information. So from the they first start getting on the computer, make sure they know not to give their, their phone number or their address, uh, their age, their best friend's name for that matter. Uh, don't post any photos of you know things, things like, things like that. Make sure they know they need to keep all that stuff very private. Uh, if ever they're invited to meet someone, never meet anybody in person, never ever. In fact, if somebody asks them to, make sure they know they should tell you that that happened so that you can get involved in that. Never accept any party invitations. And this is more for the older kids um, that want to go to a party, but it's always best not to because there could be some kind of adult around that is a you know, stalking the type person. So um, they also it's recommended and recommend to them that don't become friends with anybody they don't know. In fact, it's probably good if you sit down with them at some point every so often and go through the friends and say, who is this? How do you know? Who's this? How's this? How do you know? If they never met them, remove them because you don't know if they're really who they say they are. Um, Do not use any screening that reveals your age, your location, your hometown, or even your favorite sports team, because what that gives is a predator information on how to start talking to you and get common ground. So it's best never to use anything like that. Here's a couple of important facts how all of this uh, comes together too. One out of five kids will get a sexual solicitation online. One out of five, that one out of five can be one of your kids. So make sure they know how to handle that. Uh, strangers, predators, cyber bullies, whatever, they all target children. In fact, uh, that's their biggest thing right now is targeting them online because they can get so much information. Things like Facebook provide so much information and they become a friend. And if you've ever seen the show Catfish, you'll know that people online are not really who they say they are. Uh, very easily can be somebody else. The person pretending to be the 13 year old friend of your, of your daughter could really be some man up the street. So you know, it's just one of those things that you just don't know. So that's very important to remember as well. The best thing you to do is to educate them and be with them, especially in the younger years when they're first starting to learn, to show them what's right, be with them, have fun with them on the internet and to have them learn that way. There's also some additional browser tools you can download and browsers just for kids that will also help protect them. I've never tested any of them out, so I can't really recommend any of them. Okay, that's it. Another little scary security 101 for you <laughs> this week, and uh, we'll see you again next week. For show notes for this show, Contacts and More, go to the Texn.tv website where you can get show notes for all of our shows. We love to hear from our viewers and listeners. We have an email, a Twitter, and a phone number where you can contact us for each show. For details, visit the techxen.tv website and get the show details. You can also make a video and upload it somewhere like YouTube or Vimeo, and then just send us a link. You never know, you may see your video in a future show. You can get all of our shows delivered automatically to your favorite device by going to your favorite podcast website like iTunes and subscribing. Each of our shows also has a YouTube channel you can subscribe to to get regular updates. Our shows are also available on most internet radio networks, like Stitcher and TuneIn Radio. You can also watch and listen to our shows on Xbox, TiVo, and Roku. You can even find us on your Zoom.